Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the program. I'm Lori Rubinson, talking sports. Having fun with you here on The Fan at 877-337-6666. And, well, my friends, we got a lot to talk about. And obviously, Jets beat the Giants on Sunday in overtime, 13-10, to 10 at, at a very wet, soggy MetLife Stadium. And this was a putrid football game. Offensively. This was a a disgusting football game. Now, there are... I'm going to get into it, and frankly, I think there's blame to go around on both sides with the coaching staffs. There's stuff to talk about a lot with the quarterbacks. We'll take a moment to give some bouquets, a little bit of credit to a few players before we dive in and start to rip people apart. And I think you know me. I am not the queen of negativity. I am not the one who finds the negative in everything. I'm not. But goodness gracious. The New York Giants set offensive football back 60 years with this football game. And where is the Brian Dable that Giants fans knew and loved in 2022? Where is that guy? What happened? Who replaced him with this guy? Talk about that. And why Zach Wilson and and Nathaniel Hackett cannot put together, and Robert Sala as head coach, why that combination cannot put together a competent offense for 59 minutes and 36 seconds. And then suddenly they can when the Giants gift them the game with 24 seconds left in the game in overtime. What do we learn from all of that? And how does this game change what you think of these two football teams? How does it change their seasons and where we go from here? Are you confident now in this Jets team? They play the Chargers next week. This was coming off a bye. They play the Chargers next week. Do they have enough offense to compete with the Chargers? The Chargers are always good for some some stupid head coaching in-game decisions. But that's a heck of a quarterback and offense there. Can the Jets keep up? Not if they played the way they did 
on Sunday offensively. So we got a lot to talk about with the Jets. The Giants after this game, after this game, should the Giants be sellers at the trade deadline? Because where are they going from here, the Giants? The Giants are 2-6. and six. If the season ended this minute, right now on Tankathon, the Giants would have the fourth overall pick in the NFL draft. That's how bad it is. So should they be sellers taking offers on players like Saquon Barkley? Leo Williams, Adoree Jackson. 877-337-6666. We're getting to all this. The coaching decisions, there were some in this game. Play calls and decisions that were horrendous. But I said I would give a few bouquets to start. <laughs> so before I crush both teams for that putrid display of offensive football, I want to credit a few people. First, Jets punter Thomas Morstead. Four punts downed inside the 20, but that does not tell the story. Three punts downed inside, uh, three punts that he lands inside the five. And I shouldn't say downed, lands inside the five. Because what was so impressive about what Morstead was doing on this day, those three punts inside the five, they were without his teammates. He managed on this day to land the ball and have it die inside the five-yard line twice. If the ball had rolled, it would have gone right into the end zone. The Jets were on their way down there, but they weren't fast enough to get there. The ball, had it rolled forward, would have gone into the end zone. Instead, twice, he manages to land it there and have it just simply die. Inside the five. And then a third time, he punts it out of bounds inside the five. It was a spectacular display of punting and football and competence from Thomas Morstead. Good for you, sir. Reminded me, with all the putrid offensive football on this day, reminded me of the Giants teams I from my childhood when we used to say the best Offensive weapon the Giants had was their punter, Dave Jennings. Well, on this day, Thomas Morstead was the best offensive weapon the Jets had on a field position day where clearly both coaches and both teams decided this was a field position day. That's what was going to win this thing with two good defenses and two bad offenses with quarterbacks that nobody seemed to trust. Thomas Morstead, good for you. Jets special teams dominated this football game. Kickers making field goals. They had a bad offsides on special teams by Michael Clemens. That was dreadful. But other than that, an excellent job. Morstead was superb. So that is one game ball. Second game ball for me. On the positive before we get to the super negative. Jets backup offensive lineman Xavier Newman take a bow. Now, I understand that his first snap ended in a fumble. He and Zach Wilson combined on a fumble. Turnover. 
But this guy's a practice squad player. He got called up this week due to injuries. Joe Titman's injured. Xavier Newman gets called up. He didn't start the game. Supposed to be a backup in this game. You know, kind of a break the seal in an emergency. Okay, but you're hoping your offensive linemen all going to play this game. You're good, right? Well, instead, first the Jets lose a guard. Then they lose their third-string center. And now this guy goes from not starting, being on the practice squad, sliding into guard, and then sliding over to center. Didn't practice. He didn't practice with uh, Zach Wilson and the, and the starting offense. And it's not like Zach Wilson is the master at reading protections as a quarterback and helping the line, you know, and understand where uh, a rush is coming from. So now you've got poor Xavier Newman having a snap to a quarterback that he probably had never snapped before too, having to work with a quarterback and other linemen and figure out blocking protection. And then he has to actually block over center, center there. Guys like Dexter Lawrence, who's a force of nature, coming at him. Other than that first fumble, he did fine. No penalties. And yes, Dexter Lawrence was was getting a ton of pressure, but no penalties. Remarkable. Huge credit to him. He didn't lose them the game. It could have been a disaster. And after that first fumble, sometimes we've seen it before. Jets fans have seen it before. When a center gets the yips, and now he can't even really snap. Giants fans, we've seen that before. And then, also credit, two offensive stars who did their part. Give credit to Garrett Wilson. Seven catches, 100 yards. On a day when it was, you know, nothing else really out there for 59 minutes and 36 seconds of this football game, Garrett Wilson showed up to play. And then Saquon Barkley. Darren Waller goes out hurt after not picking up a first down and, and, you know, aggravating his hamstring. So he, one catch, four yards, can't pick up a first down. Sauce Gardner makes a tackle there. Early in the game, first quarter, that's it. He's done. No Waller. And that leaves the Giants offense with basically Saquon Barkley. And to Rod Taylor as your as your quarterback until he gets hurt. And now you've got the Giants with Tommy DeVito, the kid from Jersey, undrafted free agent, in at quarterback, and Saquon Barkley carries the ball 36 times, 36 times, for 128 yards. And, by the way, they threw the ball to him three times. Actually, they threw it five times to him. Three catches. That didn't really work. But that's still 36-3. and three. 39, almost 40 touches for Saquon Barkley. A player who, by the way, is playing on a one-year deal. 
No long-term contract. Taking one for the team, 36 carries, 128 yards. And we should add 128 yards when everyone, 80,000 people, everyone in that stadium, Giants, Jets, every coach, everyone watching at home, everyone knew that the Giants were scared to throw the football. Once Terod Taylor got hurt, that was it. It was clear. Brian Dable and, and Mike Kafka and the Giants offensive staff, but Brian Dable, the head coach, they were, Dable and Kafka, they were scared. They coached scared. Scared to have their quarterback throw a forward pass. And when you do not have your quarterback throw a forward pass because you're scared of it, coaching scared, scared to lose, then, one, it is remarkable that Saquon Barkley did as well as he did, that he even got yardage in this game. And by the way, if you're the Jets and this Jets defense, which, yes, played a very good game, They're a good defense, but if they're supposed to be so elite when you are playing against a team and the other team's coach basically takes a megaphone out and screams across the sideline at you, we are never going to throw with this guy. In regulation, that's it. We're not throwing, ever. Not going to happen. Don't worry about the forward pass. It's not happening. We have zero confidence in this guy. When that's what they're telling you the entire second half of this football game. Then if you're the Jets defense, you simply cannot give up 36 carries, 128 yards, including a 34-yard run. You can't. That's not good enough. And if you're the Jets defense, if you're a playoff-caliber defense, and the Jets are with the talent they have, then you can't have, you cannot commit the penalties that they did on this day. Nine penalties for 85 yards, and some of them absolutely breathtakingly bad for an offense in the Giants who was not going to be able to, on their own, go down the length of the field and score. The only two times they scored those 10 points, one, because Kayvon Thibodeau forced a strip sack fumble, and because the Jets gifted the Giants penalty yardage, and Saquon made a big play. That's not good enough by the Jets' defense. It's not smart. By the way, that's the last of my bouquets I'm giving out. Well, actually, I can give out a couple more but uh, as we go along. But, but Kayvon Thibodeau deserves to be singled out. Three sacks on this day. And tackles and disruption all over the field. Effort plays, hustle plays. And yes, one bad penalty with a game on the line that stopped the clock late in the fourth quarter and enabled the Jets to have the time 
to come down and kick that field goal. So that penalty is bad. But otherwise, when there are people on this radio station calling him out and and putting him under a microscope and putting all this attention on him, you know what? The Giants, Wink Martindale should should thank this uh, radio station and and ask people to call out Kayvon Thibodeau every week. Because if this is the kind of play you get from him when he's uh, when he's being called out in the media, then then Giants fans should say, bring that on. He was spectacular. Regularly beating Makai Becton. Credit to Becton on social media tonight on Twitter. Uh, he admitted he's got to be better. He got beat by Kayvon Thibodeau and frustrated. And then he committed a penalty. Too many personal foul penalties also on the New York Jets. And that goes on the head coach. The discipline, the lack of discipline for this Jets team. Where's the accountability for a lack of discipline and and just stupid penalties by the Jets? Because they keep committing them. So... And questions for you to call in on. Phone lines are open, 877-337-6666. And, of course, uh, you can hit me up on Twitter, at L. Rubinson. I'll read comments out that you're posting there as well. Um, But I'll just say, my two least favorite plays on a day, play calls, on a day that was putridly called, one is... The Jets going empty backfield on third and one. What are you doing with, with Zach Wilson with that? Third and one and your empty backfield? Why? Not going to have the threat at all with the Giants' defense of having Brees Hall back there that they have to honor that at all? Why? And then for the Giants, take a bow on this one. When the Giants have third and short... What are you doing not under center with a delayed handoff as if you're somehow faking someone out that you might throw the football? No one thinks you're throwing the football. Everyone knows you're handing it off to Saquon Barkley. And all you're doing in the shotgun in a delayed handoff is allowing Jets defenders to get there to the hole so Saquon has no chance whatsoever. Moronic. Terrible call. And if that's on Mike Kafka calling that gem, Brian Dable has to override it or Brian Dable has to take over the play calling because that's unacceptable, that play call. And I I will take a break. I will go to your calls. But before I do, I have to get back to... Two, uh, sorry, more on the coaching. Frustration here. One Jets, one Giants. So on the Jets coaching, Zach Wilson, terrible for 59 minutes and 36 seconds. And then what happens in those last 24 seconds and overtime? What happened there? Why was he so good? Because he was terrific for 24 seconds and overtime. Why? Well, you know what? 
it doesn't take a rocket scientist. I'm not, I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm not a g- football genius. What does Zach Wilson do best? He seems to do best in the two-minute offense, in a hurry-up offense. So there's no rule that says that you cannot incorporate some amount of no huddle, hurry up into actually your base offense. It doesn't have to happen all game long, but why not mix it up a little bit? If that's what he does best, why not show that sometime? And on a day like this, you were not the least bit scared of the Giants offense. Not at all. Nothing to worry about. No weapons. Nothing to scare you at all about that Giants offense and the way they were calling plays in the second half. So, was it, would it be so terrible if you let Zach Wilson, if you started moving him around out of the pocket a little bit, if you went no huddle, and if, God forbid, he turned the ball over, playing the uh, conservative offense that you were playing, you know, and trying to keep, keep him, um, you know, on schedule in your... Uh, you know, game-scripted offense that you designed, he turned the ball over anyway to start the game. And that's not with all the, uh, you know, the four-string offensive linemen in there. That was to start the game. Fumble the football. So that's on the Jets' offensive play calling. On the Giants' Four, so you got fourth and one. Fourth and one at your at your own seventeen, and there's twenty eight seconds left in the game. What what should you do? Now I understand. Look, if Graham Gano makes that field goal and the Giants go up six. It forces the Jets to come down and and score a touchdown there. But I don't know. Who's to say the Jets don't throw one into the end zone or something and draw the pass interference there at the end or something like that? I'm not saying it was likely to happen. But where's the guy from last year and Brian Dable who had confidence in his team, inspired his football team, wasn't scared to lose Because last year, Brian Dable, between us, first game of the season, he saw his roster. He didn't think his roster was particularly good. He knew that. He thought he had a rebuilding football team. He was playing with house money. He wasn't scared to lose because he thought he had a losing season and rebuild year one in front of him. So what did he do? Week one, end of the game against the Titans, he goes for two, that little shovel pass to Saquon. And the Giants convert, and they win that football game. Head coach shows faith, inspires his team, and they start to get a little confidence in themselves. Well, here, let's play this out. What happens, fourth and one? You go under center. You bring in an extra lineman. You hand the ball to Saquon Barkley, who had been running the football. You hand it to him for a 37th time. And you let him try and pick up that last yard. 
And what happens if he doesn't get it? Well, first of all, instead of four seconds going off the clock and handing the Jets the ball back with 24 seconds, if you run the ball as opposed to a field goal, it generally takes a little bit more time, usually about at least six seconds. So now the Jets only have 22 seconds instead of 24. Second, you're not gifting them an extra 10 yards. When you miss a field goal, well, now field position is backed up another 10 yards. So instead of the Jets getting the ball at the 27-yard line with 24 seconds left, they would have had the ball at the 17-yard line with 22 seconds left. Even if the the things played out the way they did, they're not scoring under those circumstances. And I personally would not have killed Brian Dable for not going for a field goal on fourth and one to try and win this football game by handing it to your best offensive player in Saquon Barkley. And then, let me ask you this, Giants fans and Jets fans, everybody who watched and evaluated this game, If you are going to go with a conservative approach, not go for an unfourth and one, play field position, not throw a pass, no forward passes in the second half. You're saying, I do not trust my quarterback to throw a forward pass. I'm setting offensive football back 60 years. If that's your, I'm playing, and you listen to the postgame press conference, uh, we're playing a field position game. If that's what you're doing, then in that bad weather, with no faith in the quarterback playing a field position game, why, when you win the toss, do you take the ball? Let You know what? Kick off to the Jets. Trust your defense. Try and get the Jets to go three and out and get the ball with better field position to give your team a chance on a short field to kick a field goal. And if the Jets come down and they do kick a field goal in overtime, well, now if you have the ball, you at least know, you know that you've got four downs every time. So now you're running the ball with Saquon. Maybe uh, you throw a pass, whatever you do, but you know you have four. You got to score. You got to at least kick a field goal, right? So you have to take four downs to move forward instead of three. And if, lo and behold, you were trusting your defense and field position all game long, the Jets actually score a touchdown on you in overtime, well, you played strategy, you were consistent with your approach, and it backfired. Okay, you live with it. Tip your cap, and you live with it. But this was a mixed strategy. Inconsistent. We're going to be beyond conservative all game long. And then we're going to take the ball with our offense. We do not trust our quarterback at all in overtime. And by the way, it's overtime and you've been running with Saquon. Why then suddenly are you throwing three garbagey? You know, why are you throwing garbagey uh, sideline passes to Saquon instead of giving him a chance to run the football, which was effective? In the second half. Horrendous job. Coaching. 
horrendous offensively. Both defenses missed some plays, made some mistakes, but by and large, the defenses were very stout, were very good, and the Jets' special teams was the difference in this football game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.